Powder Baby. Check it out. How do I? Hello again, everybody. Oh, there he is. <laughs> I hope you missed us because we missed you. We don't know who you are and we miss you. So that really speaks to the bond that we, we love have. you. Yes. Uh, I am Tyler. He is Dan. Uh, yes. It, I am. Simple. He is. You are. He is. We are all together. And uh, yes, we are happy to, uh, to be bringing you this episode. And, uh, you know, before we get into it, we will. Uh, we definitely will have a um, kind of a, a tribute episode for Tony Sirico, maybe oh, yes. in in a week or so. But uh, you know, rest in peace to the legend, the king, Tony Sirico. Great. You know, devastating news. I think for all Sopranos fans, shocking news. Even though you know most of us are aware he's he was older and not in the best of health. Yeah. Uh, but uh, still devastating, nonetheless. And. Uh, you know, the the only thing I'll say on it for now is, uh, and I said this to you, Dan, um, through text um, a couple hours after it happened. I said, you know, it really speaks to his legendary status. The fact that, like I said, he was older and a lot of us knew that he was sick um, and it still came with such a such a gut punch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Such. Yeah. Such a massive outpouring, too, on uh, Twitter and all of social media just really shows what an impact he made. Uh, whether it was Polly Walnut or uh, some of the other roles he played over the years, and uh, just his uh, his himself, his personality and character. Yeah, and that was that was kind of really nice to see. You know, th- looking back on it now, just a few days removed from his passing, because it's still going on all the outpouring on Twitter yeah. and social media, and uh, you know, news outlets all over the place. You know, people who knew him, people who were on the show. Um, but it was, it's definitely really nice, you know, uh, something about seeing moments from the show in that moment while you're kind of, um, you know, digesting the news, seeing other people, you know, feel the same way, react the same way. Um, definitely one of the, um, better, better things that social media has to offer is, you know, a a community aspect and moments like that. Oh, for sure. Definitely. So once again, rest in peace, Tony Sirico. And again, uh, like I said, we, we definitely will have a tribute episode for him, uh, hopefully coming up shortly. But for now, we have an episode that um, to some may be very well aware of some of the things we're going to talk about. Maybe some others not so well aware. And uh, that is one of the themes that pops up throughout the course of the show. And that is the presence of wind and trees. Yeah. Yeah. Wind and trees. If um if you haven't caught it throughout the show during your uh, your rewatches, you might say, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> I watch the show all the time. It's really well, n- not much there. <laughs> you you might I be guess, mistaken. Yeah. Well, I guess it depends how you're looking at it. If you're if you're thinking, uh, you know, uh, as setting, I mean, you know, you have to be blind to not see to not know there's trees and what in uh, in trees New, in New Jersey, New Jersey, no friggin' way, northern New Jersey where uh, they're situated, but. Um, yeah, I think the as a symbol, I think we think it plays pretty heavily in the beginning, uh, throughout, and definitely towards the end, for sure. 
And uh, it's definitely uh, something that uh, plenty of other people have caught up on or caught, you know, during their rewatches. But again, it's it's one of those things that it's kind of split. You see some people who um, are very interested in it and some people who kind of brush it off completely. So we hope to uh, turn some of you who will or willing or rather previously brushed it off as nothing. And uh, it kind of begins with so the pilot, yeah, right? Well, yeah, we'll start with the pilot because, yeah, I mean, yeah where else to start but uh, you know um like i said north jersey north caldwell uh, in particular where the house is situated a very woodsy area actually took a drive up there recently um check it out you know passed by uh, phil leotardo's house uncle philly as well it was a <laughs> pretty cool seeing uh, seeing the area but a uh, very very wooded uh area for sure and it's it's like livia says she said oh that that house up on the hill it, it is way up on a hill <laughs> For sure. And uh, well in the woods. Uh, so I think right off the bat, you get this setting around the house, around the area. Lots of trees, lots of forest, woods, whatever you want to call it. But um, not only does it set up where they are, but we get another thing that uh, comes out of the trees, which are the ducks. First appearance of the ducks we get. Uh, those damn ducks. Uh, those goddamn good ducks, yeah. They come out of like, uh, not really, I, I was thinking they were bushes, but really it does kind of like um, a wide, uh, not pa- a wide shot of uh, the pool. And they're like small pine trees, medium sized trees. But uh, that is where the ducks emerge from, from their first time. And as well as a setting, I guess you can look at trees also as a metaphor for family, family tree, if you will. And what do we get from Tony in his first interactions here with Melfi? We're getting him going through his family tree. We're getting him talking about his wife, kids, his mother, his, uh, his nephew, Christopher, his uncle June. He's, he's running through the family tree, obviously because they have such an impact on who he is and what he does to make a living. But uh, yeah, we get very much uh, Tony's family tree. And you get Tony even asking Melfi a little bit her family tree, you know, what what part of the boot you from, hon? So, uh, you know, she says uh, Caserta, he's from Avellino, not too far off from each other. So um, His mother would have loved it if they got <laughs> together. Yes. <laughs> but uh, you get uh, a lot of strong roots, if you will, for uh, for some trees there. A lot, of, um, a lot of connections there, I think, already, right off the bat with trees and the ducks, which eventually tony finds in his speaking with melfi relates to family the ducks so tony connects these ducks and family and the pilot ends and you get that other you get another wide shot of just the trees no ducks and the you know empty pool and later on in i was gonna say scene three episode three (laughs) denial anger and acceptance uh, Tony is talking about the uh, Rorschach painting, right? Talking about the depressing barn and the rotted out tree. Tree again. And Melfi says, starts to kind of dig into this now because she's saying, you know, the ducks meant family. Now you're seeing this depressing barn, rotted out tree. This tree may be meaning family. Ducks also meaning family. So uh, kind of getting into a little bit of uh, more of the... Uh, 
maybe trees meaning duck aspect because Melfi says these these ducks took on another meaning. What happens to a tree that's rotted out? Well, I think you can tell me what a, what happens. <whistles> Falls over. Hello. Goes down. And uh, at that moment, too, Tony's dealing with uh, Jackie and his uh, cancer as well. He's dealing with the acceptance of, uh, you know, Jackie's uh, condition and uh, what he's going through, what that means for Tony's future, his family, and, uh, you know, what could happen to him. So, uh, yeah, I think we really get uh, this strong sense right off the bat that not only do ducks mean family, but I think Melfi connects it to the trees, which is something I, I didn't really, you know, going into this, you know, I think we were, I think we had the, these ideas of, right. of trees having this meaning, but uh, to have that sort of confirmation through Melfi's insight that uh, it felt like it gave it more um, uh, credibility. Yeah, credibility. Yeah, there you go. It all comes back to Melfi. That's why the Melfi skippers, you're nuts. Mm. You're friggin' nuts. Oh, yeah, for sure. Missing the whole show. <laughs> and uh, going to uh, another painting, and thinking of paintings, you know, we should probably do, definitely got to do one on, like, paintings and shit, too. There, there are a lot of, I mean, how a, lot, a lot of artwork and whatnot to, to talk about not throughout the show. But uh, Pai oh my, Pad oh my, effectively <laughs> the namesake of painting. Not really the horse, but oh, nevertheless, yeah, you yeah, get the yeah. point. Yeah, I got you. It's uh, it's all there, but um, that uh, David Hockey uh, painting that uh, well, it's a knockoff <laughs> a knockoff of a David Hockney. Uh, Irina calls it a David Hockey painting that Tony sees in the ways uh, in the room with her. David Hockey says, uh, "What do you was that ma- painting make you think of?" And she says, "Yeah, David Hockey." But he kind of looks a little closer at this painting and sees a reflection of trees in this uh, glass door and an empty chair. So, to me, I kind of get the idea, you know, Tony's still worried that, uh, you know, that empty chair, the trees not being there for his family, maybe. Something along those lines. Maybe a bit of a reach, but uh, nevertheless, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing about, uh, you know, some of these things is some of them are a little obvious at points, but not really if if you don't really key into it, like I said, to kind of start it off. And then some of them, you know could just be in presence of a tree or it could just be the presence of the wind going on. Definitely. You know, there's definitely some of those where it might just co- conveniently align itself with the rest of the theme or the rest of the presence of those things that uh, have a certain theme to it. Um, so take what you want, take what exactly. you don't want yeah. and throw it away and <laughs> say, go fuck yourself. I'm never opposed to a nice go fuck yourself. So yeah, but there's that def- thing he said to me was go fuck yourself. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> um, I don't need. Oh uh, yeah, but <laughs> but yeah, nev- nevertheless. So, but yeah, we got this idea. Yeah, the ducks, the trees, this idea of family, definitely building a base for sure with uh, some of these connections with Melfi as well. And you know, it's got these ideas going in Tony's head for sure. Um, not really so much uh, a tree per se, but I guess in speaking of family and family trees, the end of Paxoprana. You get the FBI mm. doing their own family tree of sorts, you know, building up their uh, collection of uh, photos of the... One of the great scenes of all time. Of the mob, yes. Oh, great scene. Great little uh, exhibit, right? Is playing the instrumental mm-hmm. music. Uh, yeah. Yeah, great stuff. Yeah, I think stuff. we talked about that in the last episode. 
I think we mentioned it. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, yeah, we'll, we're gonna do more music as well. Or maybe but, we uh, didn't mention it. I don't, I don't think yeah. we did. I, <laughs> we might, we or we might have, but as I'm giving us credit for it, I'm thinking so. I was I, like, Wait a minute. <laughs> no, we, you you know you might be right. I think we briefly mentioned it, but it wasn't as an honorable it wasn't one. I think we had like yeah. yeah written down to to mention, but nevertheless, the FBI their own little somewhat of a family tree through the pictures if you will like i said you know could be <laughs> just a reach on my part just making connections here you know but You're just uh, playing a part you know <laughs> but uh we do have some some wind oh yes in the a couple episodes later you got uh, chrissy's dream his dream of email kolar in satrials which uh shouldn't be such a windy place you know indoors uh, i don't know somebody let a breeze in there oh uh, email also wanted to change his meat to black forest Mm. Dark woods. Interesting. Sounds uh, scary. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, later, later on in that uh, that episode, we have another prominent moment, which this one flew. I was just saying to you before, this one just like flew over my head, but just kind of screeching the brakes on the pause button and going back. I was like, "What did he just say there?" And now thinking with the tree mindset, you know, trees in, in the mind, you know. And going through it, the comedian, which I'm blanking on his name right now. Um, yes, unfortunately, so am I. I like didn't, try and I find didn't it even bother. Yeah, I'll, I'll do my best. As my bad, the story. listeners. I'm not. Uh, I'm not doing my work here. But uh, you know the comedian I'm talking. The one that that was at you the Bing, guy. and he's also performing at Green Grove as well, while uh, Junior's visiting Livia. And the joke he's saying is, Doctor Goldman was going to be a tree surgeon, but he fainted at the sight of sap. Sap, folks. <laughs> crickets, crickets. Yeah. And uh, then at that moment, uh, you got his, his name? Or, yeah. Do we have Ed Krasnick. Ed Krasnick, the comedian. <laughs> and that's it. That hits what he's... Uh, Eddie Krasnick. He is credited so as just, comedian. I wonder if he's a real comedian, just does that shtick, you know? Just I like <laughs> crickets, just comedy. Just the wonders of modern technology. dropping flops. Anyhow, he is an Emmy-winning writer and creator, performer, producer, and develop exec who founded Mental Health Comedy. Well, holy shit, I love this guy. <laughs> okay, then. Eddie, where you been? I think we should have... Oh, mod on. You kidding me? <laughs> this is some... Uh, mental health? This is some stuff right here. Some breaking news. Uh, I'm a slut for mental health. Coming <laughs> 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 back... Um, I'm sorry. I've been seeing all those, uh, the sluttiest thing a man can do <laughs> things on Twitter, and some of them are really funny. <laughs> and uh, there's a lot of I'm a yeah. slut for replies yeah. based off of that. So it's just been <laughs> in my head. <laughs> Anywho, yeah, that's uh, very nice, very nice. But um, anywho, you Eddie, with that mouth. Eddie, kiss <laughs> your mother with that mouth. All right, let's not uh, <laughs> let's not make it filthy. Don't get fucking filthy about it. All right. He's telling his joke, Eddie. Dr. Goldman was going to be a tree surgeon, but fainted at the sight of sap, right? Tree surgeon. I mean, kind of an odd job. I don't know. I guess that would be a landscaper, for, I guess, a fancy way of calling it, chopping chopping limbs off a tree. But uh, oh, in talking, jack. <laughs> Yeah. I guess in chopping limbs off a tree and thinking of trees as family, uh, that would be thinking maybe like cutting out a family member. 
and this joke is just preceding the moment that mm. Livia lets Junior in on Tony seeing a psychiatrist. Bum, bum, bum. A psychiatrist? Yes. <laughs> the back and forth I've noticed too between AJ having to like go back and forth with her and then her going back and forth with Junior. A just psychiatrist? Because yeah. they both do it, yeah. It's like, yeah, you see a psychiatrist. <laughs> no. <laughs> Great, Libyus. Great, Libya. Oh, man, she's the queen. She really is. Excellent stuff. But, um, yeah, anywho, tree surgeon chopping off a limb and, uh, you know, cunnilingus and psychiatry. That's the thing, too, is that, uh, you know, Tony knows he kicks that hornet's nest with Junior, and that uh, that sets him off and in uh, an unfortunate way. But mm. Moving on to that very moment, to to the yes. Isabella episode, and this yeah, this is again uh, a big a big moment for the wind. It's really the whole episode, yeah. and um, you know, wind. One of the things that we believe wind represents is kind of is death. Maybe in certain moments, a little bit of life and death, or the shadow of death, or things Maybe of like that a nature. Spirit also sense right. as well. It, it's so it's kind of um, spirit, death, yeah. life kind of a a la carte kind of thing as as far as uh, the presence of life and death. Right, it's like the family is the trees. Right. But you could still get death in that aspect. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I mean, throughout really a a big portion of the episode, it starts pretty pretty much right off when Tony's looking out the window at at, uh, the real, not real Isabella hanging her clothes, uh, very windy, you know, hair blowing everywhere, her, her hair, clothes blowing everywhere as I try to get that out cleanly (laughs) (laughs) uh we see uh later you know you're seeing a lot of trees blowing you're seeing a lot of everything blowing you see later on in the episode just the wind itself with uh junior and livia as they're standing online for that matinee movie they're talking about uh you know that the the, the hit's about to go down and junior doesn't want to talk about this random one but i i remember finding that script one time i think in the or yeah, or yeah, or what do you mean? Yeah, you, yeah, uh, yeah. You got the script, yeah. Oh, it was a gift from I, you. I remember. I remember also seeing the PDF, but I remember seeing the, uh, the the movie that they're going to see in particular is called it's a it's a mad 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 world from the fifties. Excellent movie. It's an old classic, but uh, my parents' favorite movies. But uh, random fact they they don't mention. I think there there might be a mention of an actor that's in the movie. Maybe in the dialogue that they cut out as well. That would have given more. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, info on that. But sorry to no, cut you no, off on that. Of course, doesn't really doesn't really go on with the <laughs> wind, but it was just a nevertheless honorable mention. Great movie. Nevertheless, sorry. Gone info, with, info it would be great the, if they were wa- uh, watching Gone with the Wind, but <laughs> that a little, a little too on the nose. That would have been some. Right. Maybe that. Who knows? Maybe they did change. You'd have to zoom in. A and double see what feature. Yeah. See what they're. You know, if there's like a little uh, poster or something. Yes, but uh, they're specifically talking about about the hit and. And Tony specifically, you know, they were at the house yesterday, and it's like they, uh, Junior says he feels bad for the kids. Tony says it's like they are uh, Tony, Livia, you know, they already don't have a father and uh, all that. And uh, then oh, the you most prominent see the thing way he comes down to the dinner table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to work on my Livia a little bit so I can. So I can <laughs> probably bat around, <laughs> play Peppa, if you will, for those yeah. familiar with the reference. <laughs> but then later on, the really the wind tree culmination. Uh, Tony's in the yard, 
He he. At first, we see the trees blowing all over the place. The wind's blowing the trees and the leaves all over the place. And then it kind of pans down to Tony, and he has a piece of Isabella's clothing in his hand, and he's going looking for her, and she's not in the Kuzumana's yard. And that's when he eventually gets goes down to uh, to the get a paper, get a paper and some OJ, which of course very interesting. The OJ godfather reference all right there for you mm-hmm. if, if you're familiar and if you're not oh then i'm yeah. not gonna bother telling you because you should be familiar so fuck it uh, matter with you but as he's even but as he's getting the newspaper uh the man working the stand even says to him this wind huh mm-hmm. you know crazy mentioning the wind right and uh, of course we all know what happens after that the hit gone wrong on tony and yeah so the wind blowing heavily right as he is about supposed to lose his life doesn't lose his life someone else i but at least one of the two gets shot and killed we don't really know exactly what happens to the guy who falls out of the car i'm not sure if he's dead or not do we know i don't really know for sure no I, well i think he gets i guess injured and arrested pres- I yeah. Think. yeah i guess uh, but yeah. nevertheless we do have one death tony was supposed to die there uh the wind again heavy throughout the whole episode and yeah, we call that the windy episode. Yes. It's just, yeah. I it, mean. It's a, it's a large it's, presence uh, of I the mean, episode. like we were saying, like some stuff, you know, is, might be more of a reach. Some's more but on not the nose. I mean, yeah. that one, come on. I mean, oh, yeah, we, we unle- see- unless they just like caught windy days on filming and just right. that there's no way. It's just, it seems too. We got mit- we got it in the beginning of the, the episode, point. the middle of the episode, towards yeah. the end of the episode. And that was the other thing I was saying to you too the other day and talking about all this last week or whatever. Um, I was saying, uh, you know, a lot of this, if it's windy, if it's really windy, I think they're choosing to, you know, they're obviously choosing to when to roll camera. So if it's really windy and they don't want it to be windy, they're not going to they're going to wait for the wind to die down. At least in certain scenarios. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, I I think there's uh, there's one uh, little in a little bit that I'll mention because it makes sense in that aspect. Right. That that you'd want it for more of a dramatic. Right. But but 100 percent to your point, the amount of wind that we see in this episode, there's no there's no way, even if it's by even if it's totally natural, they are choosing those. They they could easily wait it out a little bit or pick a at least a slightly less windy moment. I, and unless they were in the middle of a hurricane and those yeah. were all the least windy also, moments that we that, that they could come up with right but also this idea of the family and trees like we were saying with the the that pa- it's that panning down i think that's mm-hmm. most that's one of the key right i think for me at least that, no, that really agree. is like an indicator it's that panning down and then him you know leading up to those moments right before the hit, Be- because for, hit. for the trees and we'll definitely get into it but that's kind of how it's it, it's a little little subtle in a lot of ways is that it just seems like it's a great way to just kind of you know a nice little right, interlude, a, transition, a nice little transition, exactly. yeah, yeah. But that's but really that's how they sneak it in on you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but also well, like, what is yeah. what does Junior yeah. say? You turn your head for one second and they sneak one in on you when he's watching. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's watching his stories. Oh yeah. my yeah. goodness, this bu- that Bhutan, Austin, yeah. Austin investigated last week. <laughs> Bhutan. So great, oh, uh, and uh, to finish <laughs> season one, we do have more uh, further presence of trees. Uh, Mikey, yeah, gets Mikey killed in the woods. Mikey in the woods, right? Of right. course, it's kind of very. They they do make a whole di- a whole big deal about that with, of course, Paulie with the poison ivy and everything, right? Um, and then later at the end of the episode, very um, 
you get a, down, a very poignant the, down tree point. in front of Vesuvius right. when they're pulling up. You get a lot wind and rain, but you know, obviously rain, you know, it's gonna bring some wind mm-hmm. most most of the time. Mm-hmm. And isn't it? It's supposedly do they say it's the tree that's that's why they stop because it, it's well, yeah, there's a tree blocking Jefferson the Pompton Avenue. Something, that, yeah, one. Think so. Block on the road. Sound, sound, sounds right. Yeah, sounds, sounds. Yeah, not Bloomfield. That would make sense. Something like that. Yeah. But yeah, that's but what that's what brings them inside, and it leads them to this whole very kind of poignant family moment right. where they kind of end things off of. And the very last moment too, Tony says, "Right, the remember the good time, the times that were good," and he cheers. And then all of a sudden, I seen it with the subtitles too. It says creaking sound, and it kind of gets more intense sounding. And then it's a loud crash. They all turn, look out, and then episode ends. So the very last thing you're getting, the first season of this great show, is tree limb maybe crashing down, another tree crashing down. So this idea, you know, this uh, this future tension in the family maybe. Well, while the most and of the families in the restaurant, you know, Tony's right, other which family, is, which is a, such a great moment because it's, it's like, why are, are they all there? Are, are it's such like, a coincidence. I'm just closing up after <laughs> these people leave. It's like these people. It's like, Artie, oh, are you, hey, fu- whoa, are you, are you yeah. fucking, hey, come on, Artie. <laughs> and you got Chrissy right across He's, from Paulie and, and, and Syl. And it's again, it's a coincidence. He's there with, with aid. Yeah. It's hilarious. It really <laughs> is. hilarious. Oh, what are the, uh, he, Tony even says, Oh, look at this. <laughs> It's just great, yeah. It's just, I mean, it's a perfect way to end, yeah. Great way to end the first season. Look at this. Everybody together. But uh, also, all the meanwhile, yeah, these trees crashing down and uh, some uh, rough roads up ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, then we take the plunge into season two. Did you have something before ha- Happy Wanderer? I uh, I did. Uh, you know, what? I thought uh, Out of the Woods. I was oh, thinking yeah, we right, did mention right, that. Yeah, I think yeah, in right. the of music, but mm-hmm. Out yeah. of the Woods. You know, I guess yeah, right I, it woods, could yeah, be kind of a reach again. Like I said, with like the the email with the Black Forest. I mean, you know, any mention of Woods Forest. We got another one coming up, Pine Barrens, the obvious one. Right. Yeah. We're gonna, we'll mention again. There's almost everything and nothing to say about that one. <laughs> exactly. But uh, right, Out of the Woods. You're out of the woods. You're out of the dark. You're uh, out of the woods. Yeah. I'm like starting to be like Melvin. Yeah. <laughs> <Which is like, laughs> you're out of the before, you're yeah. out of the. Uh, um, yeah. Anyhow, I could uh, could have something, you know, because Melfi's kind of worried for Tony, and what's gonna happen with him and yeah, I mean, he dies family, in the his dream. family. I guess yeah, he's yeah. I guess that he's died or uh, gravely, presumed gravely yeah. injured, at the least. But um, yeah. Um, which one's Happy Wanderer? Two, uh, that's six. Tom Senior. That's, yeah, that's six. six yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I got one yeah. after that. Yeah, just yeah. a qu- uh, a quick little mention of it. Uh, probably not much, but maybe I think to me, I think this kind of feels like a little Soprano writer humor. But you never really know. Could be a little both at the same time. I think uh, it's got a little more. Yeah, given given all the. Right. It, it's it's very humor. Uh, what I'm saying is, because I Tony, think there's another time too. They there's a similar thing they do with that sound right but well tony is telling uh melfi about uh barb's husband's father tom senior mm-hmm. uh who f- was blown off the roof on a windy day gust of wind the day after he retired and it killed him you know it's funny i sorry to break back but when he finds out from meadow uh and then she's like she's oh tom senior died he's like wait what do you mean what happened 
And then she's like, I don't know. And he's like, someone says Joe Blow died. And someone's like, oh, oh, Joe wow, Blow. Right? I'm pretty sure that's what yeah, you said. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm, pre- I, I'm like 99% sure you I believe you're. Blow. I believe you're correct. I was just I mean, that's it. just like a typical, you know, yeah. like, the, you know. No, but, but oh, that's, a, that's a great point. I, I was just watching the episode and I didn't, I didn't click on that as I was getting. Just because you just said blowing off the right. roof. I was like, oh, Joe Blow. And he was thinking. When, off the roof, when he blow, said it to Melfi, it was like, oh, ding, but I completely missed the Joe Blow. But, you know, that's that's a good point. Just another addition. But, <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, like I said, could be a little bit of humor from the writers. But at the same time, that's a, like you said. A little dark humor. <laughs> yeah, a little dark humor and definitely poignant. Um, So, nevertheless, it is there. Yeah. There for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And even more so in a much more prominent moment for... The diehard fans, I guess, who are into the big theories, into the, you know, deeper stuff of the show. Paulie and his three o'clock dream, when he wakes up, there's some wind going on outside mm-hmm. in the form of the wind chimes. <whistles> yeah. yeah that was not really a good wind chime, but yeah, I did my best. It works. It works. Yeah. We don't, we need a little sound yeah, effect. I don't, I don't, we don't have a soundboard for you. Anyway. Yeah. Paulie, his dream, the wind chimes. And like I was saying, with the spirits, Paulie's kind of worried with this Mikey, with the spirits. He's carrying a bunch, a bunch of fucking, bunch of ghouls around. Bunch of ghouls. That's what he says. There's no doubt about it. No doubt about it, T. But uh, yeah, the wind, the spirits. I think there's for sure something there. I mean that, that one's not a reach. That one, I think, yeah, something there. Mm-hmm. I like it. Good stuff. I'm Paulie waking up. Uh, you know, they're dragging me to hell. <laughs> yeah, it's it really it really is a, an unbelievable scene from yeah. him. That's one. You know, I was uh, cut to kind of divert a little bit. Uh, on the night Tony Sirico passed, I put on Pine Barrens, and then I was actually in the middle of watching season two. So after the episode was over, <clears throat> I was up to uh, from where to eternity, and I was thinking this. I could have easily. Excuse me. I could have easily have just put this on because he he's so great in that episode. Also, he yeah, really yeah. is so unbelievable. You know the uh, when he sees the uh, the psychic. Mm-hmm. I mean that it's one of the great scenes the of fuck all you time. Talking yeah. to? <laughs> it really is one of the great scenes of all time. You know? I think the, the first time I saw it, I really I couldn't stop laughing for a good five ten minutes at multiple different points. Yeah. No. There's 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 those big ones that cracks up everybody. There was one that. Uh, it's maybe a more passed by one when he goes to visit uh, Chris in the hospital again and uh, he tries to wake, he's like waking <laughs> him up and he shakes the bed and Chris is like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm tidying up the place. He's like, tidying up. <laughs> it's just, that just like gets a good belly laugh out of me. Uh, it's just like, man. Chris, Chris is like, like half away with tidying up. Like, what the fuck are you doing? What a joke! Oh, what a change, um. Just those two on screen together. Nah, can't yes. can't beat it. Can't yeah. beat it. But um, another, I guess this one could be more of that reach of uh, you know. Yeah, this is just you know another just happens to be there. But uh, the end of um, I have a, a season two episode eleven. Uh, what's that one? Um, I know it ends with uh, you can't put your arms around the memory. It's panning out from uh, Satrials. They're all out front. Carmine speeding in the neighborhood. Yeah. Tell him not to speed in the neighborhood. It's not night and white satin armor. It's <laughs> no, house it's arrest. One, 
House arrest. I yeah. always fucking blank on that one. I'm sorry I don't have like the names. I, I wrote the numbers of the episodes this time instead of the names. And then it's either one or the other. Either I'm like I got the name and I'm thinking of the number, number I'm thinking of the name. So yeah. Into the mind of the madness. You Hello. Get me, yeah, yeah I try I try to write both, but that's because I literally cannot remember names for the <laughs> life of me. I'm yeah. horrible with names. Some of them I do, they just come right to me. Other ones I'm like this one, I'm like I I know it, but it's just it's not coming to me. It that episode it ends with a pretty strong wind, I would say, you know, outside of Satriales. Mm-hmm. There it's panning out and showing every one of them. And it's also showing Puss walking back inside. This mm-hmm. is getting to that end where it's like, you know, I mean things are starting to go downhill for Puss. You know, it's not things aren't looking bright, you know, it's still another two episodes out. Two full episodes, I guess. Episode and a half, per se. Something like that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Yeah, and um, in to wrap up again the season, season uh, episode 13, Funhouse, you definitely have a big presence of it again. You definitely get more. And, I and think, in the dreams again. Right. You could kind of say, may, again, maybe it's a little just natural, but they definitely lean into it a little bit. And um, it starts off with the dream. Tony walking down the boardwalk. And, and, and you hear, it's not just like you see the wind. Yeah, you, you hear it. You hear like, mm-hmm like just whistling yeah. kind of along that boardwalk so it's right you know at one of the moments where it maybe it's just that's the way that it is uh as they're walking onto the boat later on towards the episode when they're about to kill puss when they're walking him onto the boat there's there's a big wind they're right off the water maybe that's just the way that it is so eh, this, right knows? see this this is what i wanted to mention before with the um the the purposeful uh shooting you right. know i think they for dramatic effect and for the purpose of they're killing off puss, the wind, death, spirit, in that sense, maybe. And, um, I mean, it's really whipping before they get onto the boat when they're dumping his body, too. Yeah, that's it's when like, you I really mean, there's some it. rough water. Yeah. You see their, their jackets are whipping in that wind. And there's a shot after he's out of after when he's into the water for a couple for a second or two where they're just like kind of uh, in on tony's face and right you really right. Hear, oh, oh yeah, yeah yeah you really and you hear see him like, yeah you see and paulie look over kind of look and yeah you just see who knows maybe th- maybe that's not even the the sound that could not even be real they, they could have put that in oh i think yeah, well yeah. that's why i think with the like that first one in fun in the and the dream first dream yeah I th- definitely i, I dream. think that one sounds added in it doesn't yeah. sound like a natural I definitely agree on that wind one. Um, but yeah, you definitely get a lot of wind capping off this, uh, ultimate eps, the, uh, ultimate, uh, I was going to say the, uh, final episode of season two. Puss's ultimate, Puss's ultimate ending. Yes, sir. Yes. You then really kind of get a little bit of a break in it, in, uh, the kind of middle seasons, but you definitely have a couple more hits of it. For yeah. Sure. I picked out a few that I, you know, some subtle ones, yeah. Um, season three is somewhat dry in it, but you do get, after Livia's death, you get AJ talking to Meadow about Robert Frost, that asshole Robert right, Frost. Asshole. God damn it. But uh, he's reading Stopping by Woods on a snowy evening, and he's trying to get, uh, you know, Meadow's... Uh, insight on the you know help on his homework you know trying to figure this out this poem and she's saying the snow signifying you know white means death and he thought i mean you know think 
Yeah, la-la-la. Sorry. But black blah, means blah, blah, death. Blah. Oh, white means delete death. Delete that. White means delete, delete. <laughs> My own. But uh, white means death. Black means death. But you also got these woods here. So what's that all about? Huh? What do just you to, say? Just to say the lines. I mean, I think uh, anybody who's seen Death Proof by, uh, by from uh, Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino's Death Proof, great movie. Uh, Kurt Russell recites the lines. The woods are lovely, dark, and deep, and I have promises to go and miles, promise to keep, yeah, promises to keep and miles to go before I sleep. Yeah, I I totally fumbled that one, but I'm not very familiar with it, so I'm gonna say you got it correct. I had How about it pulled that. Up. How about that? Yeah, woods are lovely, dark, and deep. I have promises to keep and miles to go before I sleep, and miles to go before I sleep. He repeats it again. There you go. Woods are lovely, dark, and deep. Uh, so I think that around the death of Livia and then right after that, you get AJ kind of walking out into the hallway and this maybe seeing the ghost of Livia because it's never really confirmed. Mm-hmm. It's something that like creep in the supernatural aspect that I'd like to, you know, believe that he maybe sees something because he hears some noise and he's like, Grandma? Creepy little scene there. But uh, yeah. Livia, the aftermath of Livia, she she stays creeping through oh, through yeah. uh, the rest of the uh, season. You know the uh, the shadow live mm-hmm. as we've mentioned in other uh, in the dream dreams uh, episodes, dream episode. Christ, Maron. Yeah, I guess uh, would Pine Barrens be the next? I did have yeah one more before little one, um, because it it is I guess. Um, the Christmas tree. Uh, to save us all from Satan's power. Uh, episode 10 of season 3. When they're going through the box. And right before they find the Santa suit. Chris. Uh, not Chris. Hesh pulls out a branch. He says. Oh I see a branch but no tree. Chris says. Fuck that philosophical shit. <laughs> and Hesh just kind of looking at him like. What the fuck. But uh, I, I was kind of looking into suit. that. Because I was like. What, what exactly does that mean? And there's the phrase um, to to not be able to see the forest through the trees, right? Can't see the forest for the trees is the phrase. So it's kind of like, um, you know, not uh, looking too much, uh, looking maybe too in much into something and not seeing the situation for all it is, you know, and which could maybe, you know, lead some uh to what the goes on with the they find the Santa suit, then they start to think about it more. Tony thinks, Oh, he had a fucking wire under the Santa suit. They start going thinking back, flash back into those details. So uh maybe something along those lines, maybe just Chris saying fuck that philosophical shit. Just funny funny writer dialogue there. Well that's good stuff. Good, good stuff. stuff. Good Before fucking stuff. We try and tackle a little bit the Pine Barrens. Just thinking about it as we were doing this, uh, in Legend of Tennessee Moltisanti, when he, when Christopher and um, and Georgie are digging up email, mm-hmm. they say they're going to take him down to the Pine Barrens. Yes, yes. So you know, it's a dead. Good, could yeah. be, could be a little bit of a coincidence, but maybe oh, not. A, but there you go. It says the, the it's black, also far black, away from black where they forest. Are. That's what I meant to say before. Yeah. 
Black Forest, change my meat to Black Forest, mm-hmm. and then he digs up the body because mm-hmm. he's worried in the dreams, and then he's going to put him in a, a dark forest. There you go. Zipan Barrens. There you go. And now to Zipan Barrens. And then to the Pine Barrens we go. All right. And kind of like I said, there's almost, you know, everything and, so mu- and nothing to say at all about it because of what we were talking about. Obviously, um, you know, the location... I don't, it, it is picked for reasons that are pretty apparent and subtle and right there for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I certainly were not here to say that the entire episode is, is based off of that or with that yeah. in mind, but there's definitely some, in, you know, kind of in, in keeping moments. in line with the idea of the trees and family. I mean, so much of the pine barrens is just really just, I mean, Chrissy Polly lost, lost in the woods, right, you know, it's really kind of just mainly it's just, that it's more of a setting mm-hmm. aspect at this point just like i said in the beginning the whole show the whole north jersey aspect that uh, wooded area heavily wooded area well, one of the more interesting points of the episode and one of the points that like a lot of people who are really interested about what happens to the russian which we really kind of got our answer and it, it was really pretty mm. pretty not satisfactory yeah. because especially because we didn't act- actually end up getting it but uh, I believe in I believe he said it multiple times, but he, maybe he said it in the Talking Sopranos podcast or, or a, a different interview. But Terrence Winter said that he had come up with this idea of having him work, be back at that same kind of catering hall or whatever it was um, where Tony met Slava and Christopher. Like, like he had survived right, uh, the gunshot with, like, with brain damage and was right. just um, bandaged up head and, and was just, you know, not really able to do much except kind of sweep the floors. And that he think Terry Winter said that's exactly what Christopher was, uh, what he was doing. And Christopher walked in there and the guy kind of looked at him and like could feel like he knew him, but couldn't kind of put it together. And Christopher was kind of like sweating it, but was able to just, you know, for lack of a better phrase, dodge the bullet. And as Terry Winter said, he came up with the idea. He pitched it to David Chase. David Chase agreed, and he said he was walking out of the office and saying, "Oh, it's great. You know, everybody's gonna love that." And yeah. David Chase said, "Oh, well, if that's the reason we're doing it, then Got screw that. that. We're not doing it." Delete. So, yeah, that that story's definitely out there. Terry Winters definitely shared that. But if you haven't heard it, you can definitely try and catch it somewhere. Like I said, it may be in his Talking Sopranos appearance that he did, or you know, different interview that I saw from him. But back to the episode. Um, one of the more interesting, as I, you know, get back to how I went off onto that diatribe, one <laughs> of the more interesting p- points that people point at as if the Russian is still alive is as Christopher and, and Paulie have like, f- are like wearing the fact that, oh shit, we've, we lost this guy. Like, where the hell is he? They, they have that aerial shot from up in the trees and some people say, oh, he, you know, the Russian's in the trees, he's mm-hmm. up there, blah, blah, blah. But um, yeah, definitely. Steve Buscemi also kind of shot that one down. Right. Not as much, but he's. It, it wasn't his. He said it kind of just said they liked the shot, right? It, he just liked the idea of doing the shot from that angle, and then people said it to him after the fact. He said, "Oh, well." So it's kind of one of those things. It's <laughs> like, did he just kind of roll with it after? <laughs> I think didn't he even say, "Oh, well," like just like that. Like, yeah, mate, yeah, I think that's so. like I think how he kind of <laughs> oh, he, he was well. just kind of like you know like oh you know that yeah like, that'd like, be that's smart good, you know <laughs> yeah that could work you yeah. know but never really confirmed it but. Right. It's just one of the, I mean, just like the Russian himself, it's left loose ended. So it's really anybody's. So for the most part, we kind of think this episode doesn't really further the the theme idea, so to speak. But at the same time, is still within the same realm. But like like Dan said, the whole the whole premise of the episode is really them Christopher and Polly being lost in the woods. And that's kind of it's kind of that on that. 
Well, you know, something I just, just came to mind, I guess. I mean, if we're speaking trees... Fan. If we're speaking trees, tree, yeah, yeah. the trees, you know. If we're speaking I mean, trees. I got the, the, the Russian wasn't his family, but uh, you know, most of the trees that we're seeing beforehand were pretty lively. All these trees in the pine barrens are pretty dead and snow covered. You know, like a winter time, so you think more of like a death, like uh, meadow with the snowy woods. You think more of a death aspect in that sense. But uh, yeah, maybe something along those lines. But. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think base kind of thing, you know, it's, they're just going to bury him there because it's just a good, yeah, cause bury, good burial place. You yeah, know, it's a good place to hide the body. Because didn't they say they <laughs> they kind of, they didn't, they kind of lucked out with the snow either that they didn't expect it or they were expecting more or something along those lines. Or, right. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, that was one of those, one of those instances because you only have... Like, when you talk about earlier when we were saying, you know, maybe they chose moments when they're outside where the the wind is really picking up to go with it that's completely different than when you have a set for a certain amount of time and there's snow on the ground yeah. you can't just can't. get rid of that unless you're going <laughs> to dedicate a crew to shovel out the goddamn woods oh yeah that so be a hole yeah i i believe that was the case i don't i'm not 100% but i believe there there was something about that either like they were yeah, expecting yeah. more or they weren't expecting that, that maybe right. they were expecting that a right. dusting and they got more, but they it's got more. Yeah, but yeah, it was still were, like a enough that they weren't able. They didn't have to like shut it down. Right, right. So yeah, season season three and season four, we don't get a ton of it, but so we get do those get light ones. Yeah. yeah, we do get a pretty interesting one in uh, in white caps. Do you have one before that or yeah yeah in um, right before the second fight between Tony and Carmella? I, to me, it's kind of the bigger fight. Uh, it's when you know when they're in, they're in I guess what is it the, the, the what what do they call that that house that cabana house type thing the side house the beach house the bath, pool house bath, is bath it the pool house pool house bath yeah house. pool house not bath house the, pool the house bathtub pool house. I'm going to the bathtub well, I'm going to yeah. screen my movies in the bathtub the pool house yeah, yeah I think I think the pool house or that's not the or is that that part of that entertainment like uh, the entertainment center. Yeah, the entertainment room. Right. When, you know, when he tells, when she, when Carmela tells Tony that she's been dreaming and fantasizing about Furio, that whole thing. Before that, Tony gets out of the oh, pool. Oh, poor you. <laughs> one of the, one of, I say this often, but truly one of the great moments of the show because you like see like the full vision, right? Like it's, it's all, it's all, you're like, holy shit. Like, mm. There's four seasons right here. <laughs> it's all happening right now. Yeah. Every every Melfi session, it's playing out. Mm-hmm. It's like they wrote it this way. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, so the argument starts by uh, with Car- Carmela asking Tony to to move the chairs, and uh, mm-hmm. when he's laying in the pool before that, you see kind of what his I presume his point of view, and it's the like the skyline of all the trees in the yard. And it kind of sit, you know, sits there for maybe a couple seconds before you then see that big aerial shot of him in the pool. One of the great shots that they have on that light green float. Mm-hmm. So him on that light green float, Classic like with shot. The, yeah, yeah. V- so far away. It's something so great. It's such a, it's like, it could it's be a an very, album cover. Oh yeah, no, it's a very such an up up and out shot yeah. of him just so kind of looking small and very. Ar- it's a very uh, artistic. Even yeah. though there's not a lot going on to it, like the vision. It's a modern art masterpiece, uh, yes, T. It, it really is. <laughs> but <laughs> but yes, so that that all begins 
right when we or after we see the the trees and you know this the, the family's really about to fall apart here yeah. this is when the divorce really starts to become a reality right so that, that idea that of trees blowout. and family coming back again. right because uh yeah you got some uh, rustling going on rustling in those leaves right because speaking of to begin season one how do we begin our uh, season one motto that'd be nice we're going backwards how do we begin season five rather yes we started out with that great emmy lou harris heaven only knows that great montage of the backyard in was like maybe a fall time you know the leaves blowing around pools closed up and you know that makes a good point is heaven it? only knows He's swimming at that point. Oh no! That, oh, that's season five. It's not, what am I thinking? Season four. He's in the pool. At the end of season four, he's in the pool. Season five. It's starting now. It's like right. Mm-hmm. It's like fall time, and uh, yeah, pool's closed up. Backyards all closed up for shop. Leaves blowing around, and that Emmy Lou Harris song kind of uh, capping that also uh, feeling of this uh, tension of this heartbreak. Uh, you know, all this lo- uh, love is dead and gone. You know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, something there for sure. Season five. And uh, we go into that with some leaves blowing around. And then we get some more uh, landscaping aspects going on. We get a little battle between Feech, Lamana, and Pauly Walnuts. The battle of the century, I think. Right, yeah. Kind of... And Salvicho, he's uh, becomes... (laughs) A recurring punching bag. <laughs> the landscaping battle of the century. I love this one, yeah. <laughs> it's just uh, great stuff. The, just put the way Paulie and Peach go at it, it's just just really, you know, just two, two really tough fucking old school just ball busters. Just really, just, oh, king of breadsticks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that the <laughs> argument that they have. In the in the bakery, Your book means we got <laughs> for for a character who is not on the show for too long. He really, he really, he really did a great job. Oh yeah, no, he's fierce, to say the least. But um, I mean, landscaping trees. I mean, that's that's all there. I mean, could be a reach, maybe not a, so much this whole family aspect. I mean, if you could see it, maybe from the aspect of the mob family. Feech is brought back in from being in prison. He's starting to make this tension with the trees, with this landscaping. Uh, Paulie knocks a couple of his guys out of the trees, you know, and then uh, it's realized that uh, there's a little more trouble than just this landscaping. You know, he's uh, sticking his hands into the, uh, to Ira Freed's, uh wedding, to the cars. And, uh, well, there's a couple other things as well, I believe. But, uh, you know, Tony thinks, uh, you know what, nip it in the bud. That's it. Got to, got to cut that uh, tree limb off, you know. Yeah, and he's kind of he he's really leaning heavily, Feech, on this whole on the, I mean they're all leaning heavily on the family, but like he's really leaning heavily on his place in the family, what he's done for the family, the time he did for the family, his yeah. standing in the family with the how and maybe how and the may- rules should be, how they right. used to be, blah blah blah. He he's really kind of. He's holding on to this i the the ideas of the code that he has or that there used to be, but. You know, it means who gots. <laughs> it means who gots to Tony also. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, it's like another Richie April moment, and that's what Tony says. He's like, you know, it's like Richie April. I should have nipped it in the bud. You know, it's what it w- I didn't learn from him, you know. So he, he knows it's another 
situation of the, this guy coming out looking for his, uh, you know, what's owed to him maybe and uh, making trouble about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wrestle, wrestling the leaves again, as we say. Yeah, for De- this one. <laughs> definitely, I think I think has a pinch of what we mentioned with the Pine Barons as in the sense that like that's part of the you know just the the heart of the episode. But there, I think there's a little a little bit more there than what there is from the Pine Barons about what we're, what we're talking about in this particular aspect. Right. Um. Th- I, do you have something before test stream after that? Yeah, because because no, that's I think that was we start to there could there could have been some more yeah. stuff just like but again it's probably nothing that really stuck out. The back end me, of five, kind of starting from here through the rest of the show, was really when you see a big presence of it, big presence of the wind for sure, the trees also, but um, the test stream we get a lot of both. Uh, we kind of, in my, I believe. The first time we really get a, uh, a little pinch of it, and it kind of goes a little full circle because we see it at the end, when Tony gets into his hotel room, the first thing he does is he kind of looks out at the window and he sees Central Park, and all we see is just the beautiful trees, mm-hmm. the landscape with the beautiful trees mm-hmm. right across the top. And at the go a little out of order here just for the sake of the point, um, towards the end of the episode when... Um, after Chrissy tells Tony about Paul uh, about Tony B going off the rails, sh- he shot uh, Billy Leotardo. I mean Philly, no Billy. <laughs> poor, I guess the guy's fucked. Poor, I guess he's fucked, poor guy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, after Christopher, you are uh, you gonna eat that? <laughs> <laughs> after he takes his Toblerone and he wobbles out of the door, or wobbles out the door, uh, the Tony goes back to the window and he looks again back outside it's nighttime so we don't really get the exact same view of the trees but definitely very interesting uh we we have both a death and you know family his own family the family the mafia family what it's going to mean uh death within the family right you know not exactly because it's in new york but still a lot of death uh shattering over this test dream right a lot of, as he says to Carmela, you know, a lot of, a lot of dead guys, and you know, mm-hmm. I was in a car full of dead guys. Mm-hmm. I was already doing. <laughs> <laughs> but that doesn't even that's that's the end of the episode. But that doesn't end, for this purpose, our conversation regarding the episode because, throughout the actual dream, we see a couple more pretty prevalent uh, instances of wind entries, oh, and yeah. uh, it start it's with Tony B again. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Tony is after he walks out from you know the urinal with uh, not Vin McKazian, Finn's father, right? Uh, Mr. Uh, Vin Mr. Detrolio. Yes. So uh, after Tony B, uh, you know, shoots Philly, uh, they're in the street and Gloria is interviewing Phil. Uh, Tony's telling him that he's really dead, and after Tony says to Phil that he's really dead. It cuts to the trees, and they get the trees. They're blowing. They're pretty hard. It's definitely on purpose. They're pretty. They gust them pretty it's nice very, there. Yeah. And again, it's you know what they. It's like somewhat implemented, I guess, in these. More of these dream sequences, I think, have this implement of uh, implementation of wind. So I'm not sure if that's more of uh, something they did for dreams, or again with this whole. Right. Epi- uh, yeah, I think it's. No, it's I definitely see, I see for this. Saying. Yeah, it's definitely for this effect. Mm-hmm. I think of what's going on because it's like we said. Uh, you know, he's dealing with Tony B, and he knows it's going to uh, cause a whole 
right problem in this family tree in this uh, mafia family. Because so. when it cuts away from the trees, so we get Tony telling Phil that he's actually dead. So then, and then it cuts to the trees, and then when it cuts away to the trees, we have the the random guy in the you know the street mob or whatever you want to call it, the street crowd who says, isn't that the guy right there that you were supposed to cap to prevent all this? And he's pointing to Tony B. Mm -hmm. So definitely we have the death, wind and trees, and then weren't you supposed to kill that guy to prevent that death? Right. So definitely not an accident, if you ask the both of us. Um, yeah, I think that, that kind <laughs> of... We, we, we see... I just had another thing come to mind. Uh, well, let's hear it then. Well, it's for the it's in a couple episodes. All right, then well, let's not hear it. To me, I think that that kind of does wrap up the test stream. You know, I watched it recently for the purpose of this episode, and as he's running, you know, running down the running down the alleyway, you don't really have that going on. There's really I I, I feel like there's a presence of the wind, but there's really not. Like I I wanted it to be there, but um. Yeah, n not quite quite so, but definitely that instance with, with Tony B, the Phil stuff, that's all right there, yeah. and it, it's, it's very pointed. When Annette Benning is is speaking, I believe the wind is going, the blowing pretty well. There's something bugsy yeah. about him. Her yeah. hair is kind of whipping around pretty well there, so it's definitely... It's like we, like we were saying before, it's too. It's one of those things. It's like, you know, they... Well, I guess they had to get that whole, whole bunch of uh, e extras and, you know, background, uh, you know, people for that shot so mm -hmm. um they could have you know got it all planned for the day and oh, all of a sudden it happens to be really windy or they you know said this day is really windy let's shoot it for this day i like to think of the latter you know because mm -hmm. it makes sense for all these uh symbols of wind and trees and whatnot mm -hmm. especially that panning down it's that similar panning down that we also get in isabella a lot of these panned up or down shots of these trees and wind pretty prevalent throughout the show yeah. i think it's definitely done on purpose right when when the tree is the main focus or the only thing in the shot there yeah you think they're telling you something unless it's just a very convenient or inconvenient you know pan i see yeah. but that's kind of would be more how you would end an episode or, or something or maybe begin an episode you know so, something like this in the instance of the test stream where it's really it's not panned at all it's really it's it's, it's more of a cut both times right um than, than some of the other instances, which I guess will take us to long-term parking. Mod mm. <laughs> on, right? Hits, it, it, it pulls on the hard string. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> Tony, no. Don't make me. I can't do it. My mind doesn't fully process that that scene is not in that episode as much as i'm entirely aware that it's in the ride it mm -hmm. just like i mean i guess it's for a pretty fair reason because that's what they're cutting back to in the ride but i it took me a very long time to accept that that scene <laughs> is not in that episode yeah no, i wasn't I ready to accept it damn it <laughs> i feel you man yeah crazy that's uh, yeah brutal scene then uh, yeah but of course what we're talking about uh as sill taking aid to meet her maker unfortunately we you know we, we, the presence of the woods as soon as yeah, she sees the woods again. i mean it's obvious 
he's going off the road. What was he going off the road for? We're going to have a picnic. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, I wouldn't necessarily... It's a shortcut to the <laughs> hospital. <laughs> oh, no, don't worry, baby. It's a shortcut. I, I got it. Don't worry. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't say that uh, it's exactly subtle, but definitely as soon as you see the woods, as soon as she sees the woods, you know what's going on. Mm. For the viewer... Um, there are a lot of people who say they knew what was going on the entire uh, as soon as Tony makes that call that they know. Uh, me personally, I, I gotta say, I you know I wasn't expecting her to just get away with the whole FBI thing scot free. Um, but they really threw me here. You and know, my, my first watch, I I, I didn't watch, see it coming. It got me up to the moment where he goes, "He's gonna be fine." Yeah, that moment is right, like right. kind of smirk her crying out the window and just like uh oh uh oh yeah no, no, what are you doing yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> great yeah as i continue to clear my throat um i don't know if it <laughs> was that or even even the woods for me but de- but definitely it, it it got me oh yeah once the once the woods i was like uh oh no oh yeah. no it's over it's over Yes, but um, of course, but you know, again, the at, woods. Yeah, when when the shot is fired, and then when he exactly right, and again we get like I said that panning up, and it's like that almost same panning up, mm-hmm. uh, you know, up to the trees, and then you get a panning down from the trees to Tony Carmela checking out the air, the land around the spec house, also woods, mm-hmm. and we have Tony going to sit down on a tree stump. Mm, very poignant tree stump family cut out like adriana maybe yeah i mean they could have just not had him be sitting you know they could have it could could have nothing to do with what we're talking about could they could have just wanted the feel of because she puts her hand on his shoulder um as you know the leaves are falling Carm's putting his hand on on tony's shoulder kind of you know and uh it's very it's a great the way they shoot it is is kind of great because Carmelo really doesn't see Tony's face and they have like two complete they're they're processing two completely different things and have two completely right. different she's, emotions. She's thinking, oh, yeah. he likes he likes yeah. this back house. Like, yeah. like he, he thinks this area is good. She she's seeing <laughs> the life to come. He's feeling the death that was. Right. Yeah. 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 Like, oh yeah, he's really like feeling that. it. I and like then it like kicks into Sean Sean Smith's uh, wrapped in my memory and uh you know, I you could definitely it's all the emotions all there for sure. That this this loss and and the leaves falling too. That mm-hmm. I feel like in a lot of writing and whatnot when they do, like I mean again back to Meadow saying with the snow and death, you know, going from fall especially to winter, but fall time, you get the death of all these plants and tree life, of course, and leaves falling. So uh, very significant and symbolic to that aspect most definitely and now moving on to the final episode of the season five because i just realized something else too with um tony b at the end because you do the area that he's hiding out in kinderhook um which uh you know i I, i'm not sure if they actually filmed that up in that's kinderhook new york uh where they say he's at but uh, yeah, wooded, wooded upstate New York area, and I thought about uh, what does he fall onto when he shoots him? Bunch of logs, bunch of lumber, a bunch of logs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, chopped up wood, chopped down tree. 
There you go. Nice. There you have it, folks. Fucking nice. Fucking A. Motherfucker. <laughs> you motherfucker, you. <laughs> you fucking cheese fuck. <laughs> you motherfuckers. <laughs> no, but that is a very good one. Cause it's it, Especially because I, I watched that scene in preparation for this to try and see if there's really a presence of wind or if we catch a little glimpse of a tree, which we, we don't. But there, we do. There it but is. But we do. Yeah, they're just chopped up. Bang, bang. And that's kind of the same idea you get with Adriana with that tree stump Tony mm. sitting on. It's a similar maybe idea there. But uh, that one just came to mind just all of a sudden in in the midst of recording here. So Right. And then the season does end up thinking about it, uh, you know, with Tony kind of, you know, he runs through the woods. That's, uh, you're right, right. Yes, right. He, he comes through. It's like not really a tree per se, but right. it's like bushes, yeah. tree-ish. You know, it's kind of like like how the ducks came out, like those trees, smallish trees, you know, in the beginning. And he's somewhat representing a bear, you mm-hmm. know, or what, uh, what, right. might, yeah, what might be the bear. There's definitely other things going on with, with that moment there. but Yeah. And also coming back to the house, you know, reuniting with family. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Could be awesome. Yeah. Right. In season six, uh, we see it a decent amount, and we de- we see a decent amount with it with Paulie actually, and it kind of ties into you know Paulie theories and things like that, which we're not gonna dive into too much here. Uh, we definitely will save that for another episode. Uh, w- I will say we we both believe there. If anybody is familiar with the theory that I'm talking about. Uh, we both believe there's at least some credibility, and I'll leave it at that for now. But we definitely see a bunch of it throughout season six. I'd say the first presence of it would be mayhem. Would you? Of the trees and wind. Um, Did I miss one? By all means, correct me. I kn- you know there's like so many mentions. Um, there's a lot going into the Kevin Finnerty. I know. Yeah, because there's. Um, I believe when he's at the bar, he looks up at the TV and there's uh, some fires going on. Oh, yeah, so join the club as well. Burning trees in the, if it's in, yeah, right, it would be in join the club, right? Because yeah, because he gets shot end of the first day. So he, um, yeah, he's looking at the burning tree on the TV. He's Kevin Finnerty at that moment. So it's kind of the burning tree, this uh, you know slow dying of the you know. Of uh, this uh, family connection here, you know, and uh, and I think too he goes to maybe call his Finnerty family at that moment. I think he goes to make a phone call on a cell phone, but um, you do get uh, some more wind and trees. You get the inn at the oaks, oak trees. Yeah, there that you go. Th- That's <laughs> you get the uh, you know place a pretty creepy lit up place surrounded by trees. At, uh, right and and it's a family reunion mm-hmm. and that is when he's like really starting to go he's, he's starting to come out of the coma we kind of i mean as a viewer if you think tony might die at that moment they're kind of hedging it they mm-hmm. could be both one or the other um i i personally feel like probably many viewers don't think at all that tony's gonna die at that moment but nevertheless i i, I think that's kind of what they're angling for and we see a couple times they they cut to the trees and they're really going they're going really hard there's a big gust of wind so um you know he's hearing the voices right he's starting to we're starting he's really starting to come out of it so 
it's it's really interesting because he's like I said they're, they're kind of hedging their bet. Is he coming back to life? Is he going to going to the afterlife? Sorry, I didn't want to jump back. The Buddhist monks. Jump, jump. Buddhist monks. There's a great line that I fucking forgot to write down. Uh, <laughs> that uh, they they tell because uh, I forget exactly what he says to make the one guy one monk laugh, but he says you know, oh you know it's just. You know, he's laughing because he's, you know, one day you, me, will just be like that tree, you know. It's just, you know, we basically it's that uh, that idea of that we were all this made of the same kind of matter, you know. Mm-hmm. We get a little more of this uh, kind of connective matter. We get a little more a couple episodes later. But, yeah, continue on with that. You were saying with the... No, yeah, I, that that kind of takes care of that the dream Kevin Finity aspect, yeah, but that, later that on coming in that out, as- but yeah, it's very again, yeah, with that looking up the wind in the trees mm-hmm. and pulling them out, of, the voices pulling them out of the Kevin Finity coma. It's it's all there, mm-hmm. you know. It's the family in the trees calling them out. It's like that's pretty nail on the head, I think. Right, and that not a, not immediately, but shortly thereafter takes us to. When Christopher is sitting with Tony, and that's where we see for the first time the uh, I never pronounce it correctly. Oh, 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 I forget if it's Ojibwe. Yeah, give him a BJ. Maybe a first blow job, D. <laughs> but uh, uh, you remember your first, Ojibwe, first Ojibwe. <laughs> You never forget. <laughs> um, it's either Ojibwe or Ojibwe or Way. I I remember looking it up. Before I'm, I feel like an idiot. Not well. At no. least the <laughs> same. At least he didn't do what I did. (laughs) But nevertheless, everybody. Oh, fine. Yes, that's when we see it for the first time. And, of course, it goes... I had it right here. Oh, I got it up. I got it right there. I got it hanging on my calendar there. I have it written on the post. Oh, there it is. Sometimes I go about in pity for myself, and all the while a great wind carries me across the sky. And uh, yeah, we were talking about this before. You had a pretty, pretty solid take on it, no? Uh, right. So um, that we go about in pity for ourselves sometimes, but all the while there are some greater forces at play that we may not be knowing. So more, you know, it's uh, the Which sixth season. It get it really gets into some deep spiritual existential yeah. a lot of religious you know deeper you know life and uh you know living life and yeah a lot of that going on yeah it's definitely one of the great mysteries of the show but yeah who put the note there is that yeah. for sure that's but it's a big one but the wind being a presence you know an undeniable presence mm-hmm. presence such as death life and death definitely some kind of interesting crossover there um and as he's getting out of the hospital right too, you get uh with janice i always find right, it to be every a very day every day moment. is a gift and he's looking over at the uh, 
kids maybe coming out of like a school, but there's trees and wind they's mm-hmm. you know looking at. But yeah. And personally, I think we talked about it in the little theory episode that we did. I always kind of think that Janice's kind of scheming there was kind of mm-hmm. plotting for the death. Oh and yeah. I I always 100%. I always I think, think we that had moment, mentioned this yeah, before, definitely yeah. thinking that episode. But she's not uh, too happy. Not she's definitely thrilled. not too happy. She's yeah, just yeah. like, "Oh yeah, I'm going to get the car." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like good for you, Tom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, episode now 4, fleshy part of the thigh. Some people don't love this episode. Other people think it's one of the more important episodes of the show it's in got certain some aspects. Pretty important stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. if uh, definitely mm-hmm. very important towards certain theories and the ed- I think no matter what it's important towards the ending, but I think it can be interpreted in a whole bunch of different ways. Yeah. Um the John Schwin, uh John Schwinn, yes, what he says there. That's kind of not where we're going to take this, but brush up against it nevertheless. No, it's uh, yeah. No, it, it definitely falls into the category. Like I was saying too, with the that uh, connectivity too, um, like he uh, John Swin says, tornadoes, just wind stirred up in two different directions. Mm-hmm. A lot of talk about these wind and molecules, and uh, you know, a lot of these uh, you know these forces that be, you know, these winds that carry us along as we pity ourselves. Right. Yeah. Very. Uh, you know, everything being interconnected. Those kind of deep theories. And tornadoes also being two destructive forces as mm-hmm. well. But uh yeah, there's there's definitely a lot more we can go into with the theory aspect of how this plays towards the end. Right. Which, yeah, we're not well we'll save for another one because yeah, yeah, there's definitely, so, so much definitely. in there. But just on the base fact of the right wind, wind mention again. Because we one hundred percent it's undeniable. He hates us have to speak on this right now, but Paulie crosses Tony here. It it, it happens in plain sight. It kind of happens kind of, I don't want to say quickly, but almost in a way where like you can kind of not catch it in, in a certain sense. Um, but Jason Barone is selling the company and Tony is going to let him, let him, let him be, let him be done with it. Let him move on. He tells Paulie to leave him alone ultimately he doesn't end up doing that and we see the wind and trees kind of play in and out of that but also in again, that moment again with that family factor too because you have paulie with all of his finding out about his mother and this you know the truth mm-hmm. and you have jason barone with a pretty good relationship with his mother mm-hmm. kind of the opposite which maybe doesn't rub paulie the right way you know right kind of maybe a little jealous right and uh so but definitely yeah it, uh, right no the the kind of the examples of it we see when tony goes home at you know towards the end of the episode he there's kind of a party back at the house for him getting out of the hospital and he walks out by himself into the yard and it's very windy it looks like it's actually a nice day similarly to when he got out of the hospital but way it seems way more windy than when he got out of the hospital yeah i was gonna say there's another shot too yeah where he yeah. sits out in the in the lawn chair and he's sitting mm-hmm. and he's watching the trees yeah yep. there, there's another yep. there's many of those throughout the sixth season and um sure. while the wind is blowing and the the you know it pans to the trees and then it kind of cuts to the trees that we see on the lake where jason barone is mm-hmm. with his uh his little canoe, I, I guess he's got kayak, there. Kayak. Kayak, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, I'm not a water guy. Thanks. But, uh, right. And uh, Paulie, th- that's where Paulie beats up Jason. And he tells 
Tony, he tells him to not tell Tony about any of this, and he's got to kick up directly to Paulie. And uh, after Paulie walks away from Jason, again the wind is going really hard, blowing really hard. He's got he has a, a windbreaker on. I don't know if that's uh, pointed to kind of emphasize it. You know, but it that's could what be. I. In in doing all of this and putting this together, I, I was thinking of like other scenes where windbreakers over like other regular jackets mm-hmm. are worn, and uh, you know could just be yeah windbreaker. You, you do wear them in the wind, right? So it's, uh, you know, could and, be. And actually, but, I I I missed one after Tony or after Polly kind of threatens Jason. It cuts to Tony who's back in the yard sitting and looking at the trees, and then you don't he doesn't say anything. There's just a couple seconds of him sitting in the yard with the trees blowing again. And then it goes back to Pauly, who's then walking away from Jason. You see the wind blowing and then it cuts and then to it cuts a tree to kind of right over Pauly's head where we see him kind of walking away. And this one I had mentioned to you in cutting to the credits, the song that's playing is one of these days by Pink Floyd, which that song itself starts out with a wind sounding effect. Mm-hmm. So it's, pretty incredible how they have the visual of Polly walking the wind the trees and then the kind of draw you into the credits Mm -hmm. it's really beautiful stuff and the only lyrics for that song it's mostly an instrumental and then there's like this kind of uh low pitched voice that says one of these days i'm gonna cut you into little pieces random fucking pink floyd song it's a banger of a pink floyd song for you fans out there Mm -hmm. but uh yeah it uh yeah, i mean i guess it guess it fits into the whole mob thing you know chopping into little pieces oh yeah yeah satriel special <laughs> yeah so that is a fleshy part of the thigh what we got on that one uh definitely one of the more prominent ones i would say for sure yeah that john schwinn in the wind yes sir uh i have next would be the ride episode nine and that is again featuring paulie later towards the end of the episode um when he goes to sit with nucci after he's you know kind of upset of the whole his whole health scare and he just kind of wants some comfort he goes back he sits with the they, you know they have a, that scene where he doesn't say anything it's, it's very strong even though he doesn't say anything and he looks at the TV, yes. and he looks away. He looks directly outside, and the wind what again. Is he looking at? Oh, uh, yeah. Lots of wind. <laughs> yeah, he's looking at a lot of wind. Good one. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be nice. <laughs> the wind is hey, blowing what's, what's a the lot. Line? He says, uh, "Want to deal with something?" When he's talking about the cancer with the TV, he wants to deal with something that you can see. You know, he'd rather deal with ten guys with shivs rather than something you can't see. Uh-huh. There you go. The wind, he can't see it. There, how about that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> And uh, that's <laughs> they they cut back to it. That's they they cut back to Paulie looking back at the TV, and then they kind of pan away. They kind of pan away in the tree, sort of, kind of in the branch. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't get that much of a view of it, but you definitely see the leaves again. Um, but definitely very very poignant that the way that oh, episode yeah. ends. It's for sure on purpose. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, there's 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 a purpose to him. Yeah, that didn't there is for sure a purpose. It's not just I'm just looking out these windy trees. That looked fake <laughs> to like me personally. That that wind tree situation. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but that looked like that could have been some prop, some prop play. Could have been like you said. You know what? That's the thing too. Let's say it could have been a dead day, and they needed there to be him to be looking out some wind. They could have said, "All right, let's get some branches." Shake him around, have a fan blowing off off uh, off camera, and uh, 
It's possible mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Funhouse, the boat that scene when they filmed it, they had said right. they filmed that in. Uh, it was like a built uh, boat set, but they were it was you know up on things that they had the crew rocking back and forth to mimic that rocking back and forth effect. So mm-hmm. they do some where they do some funny little magic tricks. Oh yeah, those uh, those film folk. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so that that'll take us now to six B. Yeah, yeah. Where we have Which, a few uh, more references. My first was uh, episode three. Do you have something before that? Before remember when? That I uh, think that's yeah. Yeah, because again we was, have. I'm trying to think if there's anything before that. Yeah, I, I think that that was the one that stood out to me. Yeah. We once again have our friend Polly, mm-hmm. and this is this is more towards the middle of the episode. And um, when Polly and Tony are in their separate hotel rooms, Tony walks out onto the balcony. Uh, you see, you see the curtains from his room are blow are gusting really really good there. He looks out into the water. We see a palm tree, mm-hmm. very interesting little presence of a tree there. There you go. And that's when we start hearing Polly's laughter and. You can see Tony's face. He's disgusted. You know he's starting to think about whacking him. He's already been thinking about it, but in that moment, he's really thinking it as you hear. <laughs> it's, it's one of the great laughs that Paul. It's so it's such an overdone Paulie laugh, and it's very. It's probably the only time he overdoes it, and it's probably on purpose. It's, it's probably oh yeah, definitely on yeah, purpose. He turned it up to eleven on that one, and I yeah. I think not even to think almost to come off that way you know what i mean like yeah no it was was right he wanted into an irritating right exactly and um yeah again you know tony's shirt the curtains everything we get everything's gusting really or it's not gusting the wind is gusting how do you what what would you yeah that's uh, okay no yeah that's i was gonna say like in in, like in the subtitles in the subtitles that it says wind gusting yeah yeah you're yeah. right. You're right. Most definitely. Correct wordage. Mm-hmm. The verbiage. Verbiage. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did have another one, but I think there was a couple more windy aspects of remember when? When they're out on the boat and he has Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. And definitely. he thinks about, you know, hatcheting Polly there. Um, mm-hmm. It is quite windy. And right when they get onto the boat and they're taken off, Polly has that flashback to the moment in Funhouse on that windy moment on the boat. So, uh, again, you have that, uh, you know, out on the water, sure, it's generally windy most of the time. You know, you could have s- calm. You and, know, and it kind of makes wind. sense, right? Because what is wind, you know, it make, it, things are uneasy. The, you know, the nature is uneasy in Rough that waters, moment, yeah. right? So, exactly. And yeah. that's, that's what's going on between these guys. And that's in a lot of presences of death or near-death experiences or... Yeah, you know, things like that. It's uh, up rocky waters, uneasy, uneasy grounds. Oh yeah. Um, I did have unless there was more and remember when I did have one. I did that we I just thought of before we started recording. Uh, that come to mind. Uh, Vito runs over a tree limb when he's on his uh, run to New Hampshire. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When he's on the run. And his car, he breaks down. He runs over a tree limb, kind of busts up uh, his car, takes out his tire or something. I don't know what it does. Messes him up good enough that he has to go out in his red, uh, little red riding hood poncho into the woods. 
went to the woods, you know? And, uh, yeah. And there he goes. Yeah. Another tree reference. I don't know. It's not as, not as, you know, maybe there as much, but I was thinking too, I guess, in connecting with he's leaving this family, you know, right. limb, limb off the tree, he, he, branching out. He has mm-hmm. that little, that brush in, brush up with the, uh, the citizen who kind of won't let him go. Mm-hmm. That's in the forest. Yeah. Yeah. Another, another may, maybe the New Hampshire area yeah. I guess he was in was kind of a wooded area but yeah. again it's that setting you know it's uh maybe done on purpose you right. know he could have easily been in not as a wooded area I right. don't know. But so yeah, take that no, for, take those uh, for what it's worth. <laughs> take that for what yeah, take that. Take I, that and put it in your pocket. Yeah. I think I uh, after remember when I believe we next see the real big presence of it in Made in America. Do you have anything else written down? We oh, usually yeah, yeah. There's, uh, well, there's the, I think it's at the end of Walk Like a Man. It's the, well, Paulie and Chrissy have a little uh, tussle. And uh, Paulie ruins Chris's yard, takes out that little tree that he has that Chris puts back up at the end of the episode. After Oh, right. We were just talking about this. Right? <laughs> after the... Uh, after this tension now with Paulie, now he sees uh, Tony's not really, doesn't really have his back either. He's kind of alone. Goes to JT, doesn't have his back either, so whacked. And goes back home and puts this little tree back up, pats it down to dirt, and goes home. Goes inside. But, um, you know, this, uh, he's kind of on his own here. He's kind of this uh, young, you know, not so steady tree getting knocked down kind of trying to pull himself back up and uh you know keep going but uh you know that's maybe you know i i'd seen there was one reddit uh post had mentioned had some some mention of it and had put into the along the lines of that he's you know he's young didn't have chance to uh really grow strong roots mm-hmm. and uh really you know be uh you know really make himself uh something you know yeah i i like both ideas i we were talking about it before the podcast and and i kind of said not not exactly but it kind of feels a little bit almost like a personification of the um regularness of life is too hard for me type of thing kind of like what what we were saying what you're saying about you know trying you knock down putting you know bring back putting himself back I up get knocked down no. but i get up again i mean that's that's what we see from him throughout the ep- throughout the series with his addiction and he stumbles back into it in that moment so it's kind of funny we kind of it's kind of a juxtaposition so to speak but it's also kind of perfect because it's it's like all right tomorrow gotta gotta start over again even though he doesn't get clean because it leads up to heidi and kennedy but while his the yard is completely demolished, it's like, all right, got to start one more time again. Let's let's start from new with this one tree. Let's put it up. And yeah, it's, um, definitely pretty interesting. As you were bringing it up, I was thought of uh, a regular around the margins, I believe, when when Tony looks like he's about to kill Christopher because Christopher is you know running running his mouth about Tony and aid and doesn't believe Christopher or doesn't believe Tony mm-hmm. and they bring him out into that. The, uh, pretty windy yeah that kind of like too. swampy yeah. area and yeah. yeah it's the wind is gusting yeah very mm-hmm. well there for mm-hmm. sure it's a good point and uh and uh, that's yeah 
it's one of those things. Who knows if that's uh, yeah? They want just more of a dramatic effect, but he's about to take Christopher's life at that point. So right. It's it's very much in the balance. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Definitely something there. Um. Before Made in America, are there more? I'm trying to think of Blue Comet or The Second Coming. I feel. Oh, you know what? There's um. Uh, oh, uh, going back actually, a couple uh, Sopranos home movies. Uh, out by the lake, you know, there's a couple scenes, kind of Tony, uh, you know, they're out when he's sitting out there looking out, and I think you kind of just hear like the there's like the little buoy maybe dinging, mm-hmm. you know, in the distance, um, which I guess you know, the wind, water knocking that thing around, but uh, yeah, maybe something in that aspect, but maybe that's more geared towards the water because that's also definitely another uh, symbol as well, watery graveyard throughout the show. But, uh, yeah, as you were. Yeah, I believe, um, you know, this is one of those, we, we do a lot of prep for these, but unfortunately for this particular podcast, neither one of us had the opportunity to watch the entire show from start to finish. So there could be a couple that we missed, and um, yeah, we did our best to kind of align it for off you. Our, off our knowledge, yeah. doing some searching up. Do we other people have mentioned on this Take our notes. Topics. And uh, we, we share do, notes. You know, this one is actually, you know, there's some Reddit topic, you know, we go through theories and stuff. There's you know, dozens of stuff. You know, this one, there's there's a handful of people talking about it, but not, not so many, so... Mm-hmm. We're glad to be giving you uh, a little bit more on it. Right. And um, again, in uh, as we, we kind of brushed up on it, Made in America, we have one of the, I guess not one of, it's really the last thing we get before the Holstons stuff starts to go down. I mean, Tony goes home. Oh, AJ Parking on the leaves. Yeah. Leaves. Yeah. yeah. That's a, there yeah. you go. That's a good one. Go cook a, a steak one. on that thing. <laughs> Oh, it, yes, the um, the last kind of scene that we see between Tony and Paulie and between Tony and any of the members of the family, because Paulie's really all that's left at that moment, um, the scene, it really ends with the wind kind of gusting pretty well. I don't think it's... It does say that in the yeah. closed captions. It says wind gusting. Yeah. And I'm trying to picture the scene... Um, I don't believe it's as much throughout the scene. I, you know, when they they kind of back away, they have a they pan away and they just see Pauline uh, with the cat there and the the tablecloth is really going. That really gives you the presence of the wind. Yeah, and it's very interesting. You know, Paulie all alone there. Uh, we can leave the cat out of it for right now, but Paulie all alone there with the wind gusting. You know, we've outlined a, a handful of instances with Paulie here late in season six. And uh, we talk about, you know, kind of how it has these at least some type of undertone of life, life and death. And yeah, you know, it definitely plays into some of the Pauly theories. And, and that John, that back to the John Swin stuff with the, uh, you know what, too, a lot of people. I, yeah, I guess to, to just dip into the theory a little bit, you know, the because uh, it's starting with the uh, two boxers. And he's thinking of thinking of those two waves like two set two tornadoes these stirred up molecules so you're thinking of Polly as a reckoning force you know that stirred up wind you know could mean something more in that scene some people think it's the opposite something it's that's the end of Polly there unfortunately mm-hmm. you know uh or something uh, you know just like uh, the end of the 
show that uh, nothing happens. Yeah. It just it goes on and on and on and on. That's just the scene. And maybe they're right. Yeah. We don't know. Um, you know, another interesting thing in, in the reading, the Reddit stuff about it, is somebody was saying that the... I mean, not that there would be wind inside a fucking restaurant anywhere you'd be eating, but the I but I guess the you know just the lack of wind you know this windless environment in Holston's just this closed off you know, and uh, kind of going back to that maybe nod uh, that uh, end of season one in Vesuvio's that uh, tree limb crashing down you know somebody getting taken out you know maybe it's coming full swing to that ending but uh yeah that's uh. Hey, that's something all you fans love to talk about. And we will surely give you another one on that. Yes, and uh, we hope that you have enjoyed this little breakdown of the wind. Yeah. Like making some wind noise and tree. We're branching out for you. We're doing it all. But in all seriousness. branching out. (laughs) But in all seriousness, like I said at the beginning, if you're somebody who, you know, wasn't too familiar with this theory or this theme and, um, uh, we hope we could, we hope we returned you on to that, and yeah. we appreciate all of you who have listened to this whole podcast. And I will let Sir Dan say goodbye for us. Thank you, thank you for listening. Check in next time. Thank you. <laughs>